Hello and welcome to episode 142 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast. Back to being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight it is the 2021 Father's Day gift guide. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And tonight it's all about the upcoming Father's Day celebration and what to get dad. But first, a few Father's Day did you knows. In Germany, Father's Day takes place on Ascension Day and the day's festivities often involve men dressing up in odd outfits and pulling wagons full of booze into the woods. And that sounds very similar to a southern hunting trip, camo, deer sleds, and of course the aforementioned booze. In Australia, they celebrate Father's Day on the first Sunday of September with traditions like special meals, gifts, and cards. The holiday is believed to date back to the 1930s, so my guess is that some uh, Hallmark executive relocated from stateside to Australia and decided to take the tradition from America over to Australia and hopefully sell some Father's Day greeting cards. In Russia, there is the Defender of the Fatherland Day, and with a name like that, you could get well guess that it is a military celebration. It takes place on February 23rd, and the celebration involves parades honoring the armed forces, and women pay tribute to the men in their lives, including their fathers, and they celebrate it with small gifts, maybe like bullets. In Mexico, they celebrate Father's Day, the third Sunday in June, and it features a 21-kilometer race in Mexico City, and the race is called the Carrera del Dia del Padre, and this also includes gift-giving and, of course, delicious meals. And the Italians, they celebrate Father's Day in conjunction with St. Joseph's Day, which is March 19th. The Holy Day is associated with fathers because Mary's husband, St. Joseph was a father figure to Jesus Christ. So while Father's Day is not a totally American holiday, we don't actually own it. We probably should have trademarked it, but it seems like the rest of the world does celebrate it in a very similar fashion. And to this day, my dad is one of my best friends while he's in the autumn, possibly the winter of his life. I oftentimes do more for him than he does for me. And it's just a payback as he did such a great job of raising me. He taught me to fish, bought me my first compound bow as a high school graduation gift, and actually encouraged me to pursue the career path that I'm now on. That being said, there have been multiple times in my life where I was convinced that he was out to kill me or at least possibly injure me. And normally this involved a ladder, a very skinny tree and a bird feeder. And I say the word normally because this situation has occurred multiple, multiple times over my life. I think the last time was about five or six years ago, a very skinny pine tree on a very steep hill with a desire for my dad to watch the birds in the morning. And of course, I'm the only one suited in the whole family to climb the ladder. He also taught me to play pool, appreciate 70s music, how to build a rabbit trap. We built a rabbit trap together, which never caught an actual rabbit, but instead a possum. 
Over the years, I only recall him uttering a curse word once. We had a cabin in the North Georgia mountains and he and my uncle were cutting down trees. And as one could expect when two amateurs get a hold of a chainsaw, it's only a matter of time before things go sideways, which of course it did. During the final pass of the chainsaw, the bottom of the tree kicked out and began falling in the wrong direction, which of course it did. And both my uncle and my dad came running out of the woods. And once my dad's heart rate got back down into the double digits, I asked him, are you okay? And his reply, the only thing he could come up with was the damn tree almost hit me. That's it. Damn. No F-bombs, no S-ton, no BS, just the word damn. And I only wish I had my stuff to put together so well as he does. On to the 2021 Father's Day gift guide. I've said this before, I say this just about every year. My favorite episodes are those that feature gear, travel gear, outdoor gear, kitchen gear, home office gear. I really have no preference. I enjoy well-made, useful gear. And since Father's Day is right around the corner, there is no better time than now to talk about more gear. So last year, the gift guide was rather simple. Started out with get dad a nice knife. I would always go with a Swiss Army Pioneer. At the time, I was carrying a Spyderco Tenacious, and I love the knife. The one downside is that it is extremely heavy. I think it weighs about eight ounces. Uh, and I switched that out last year for a Benchmade bug out weighing it at about 25% of eight ounces. So somewhere right around two ounces. And since then, I bought a nice ceviche brass uh, scaled knife. I don't know, I've been on a brass kiss kick lately and did not bother to look at the weight of this knife. And I think it weighs even more than the Spyderco Tenacious. Also last year, I talked about a multi-tool, the Gerber MP600. If you've listened to any of the episodes, you know that I'm a watch guy. I'm a fan of Seiko. I'm a total fanboy of their SKX series. Entry level is now the SKX 009. I believe the 007 has been replaced, but the 009 packs a punch for right around 330 bucks. If you've got a big bankroll, consider the Rolex Submariner, of course, or the Tudor Black Bay 58. Both of those watches will guarantee you a spot at the top of the favorite child or spouse list, but just be warned, the Tudor starts in right around five grand. And of course the Submariner, if you are fortunate enough to buy a new one, is considerably more. Another thing that was on that list was a Fisher space pen. I love writing instruments. This is the bullet pen that you see that they took to space. It writes underwater, upside down, writes through grease. Uh, the last one I bought a few years ago is a brass body. So that was plans to match my ceviche uh, brass scaled knife. A field notes notebook, give dad something to use that Fisher space pen in. Who knows, maybe he'll write down some of his life's lessons for you. A Mighty Hank, these microfiber handkerchiefs come in a variety of colors and patterns. These aren't like the white monogrammed handkerchiefs that we gave our grandparents 30 and 40 years ago. Uh, if he's a beer guy, of course, to this day, you can still go build him a custom six pack at the local ABC store. Doesn't even have to be Father's Day or his birthday. He will always appreciate something like that. And of course, if he's a whiskey guy, Glen Karen glasses, there's nothing fancier. And I said the word glasses because you need more than one. They are very fragile and they will get broken. They will get dropped. So get them at least two. 
but there is a whole art, a whole appreciation to enjoying whiskey or bourbon using a Glencairn glass. Also last year, we concentrated a little bit in the kitchen, started with a set of Kyocera ceramic knives. A very simple tool is a heat seal bag sealer. These are less than 20 bucks. It allows dad to reseal that bag of pork rinds so it doesn't go stale. Also look at things like vegetable cutters. If he's into hot sauces, you can build your own hot sauce pack or make your own. An instant read thermometer is great, not only in the kitchen, but out on the grill. I use mine almost every time I cook. And one thing it will help to prevent is meat surgery as dad slices your steak, trying to distinguish between medium and medium rare. And one of the gifts I got several years ago, I don't remember if it was for birthday or Father's Day, is a set of lighted battery operated salt and pepper mills. Yes, lighted. It makes a world of difference. If dad's handy, there's a few things that you can also get that he may not have. One is a Bondic liquid plastic welding kit. Better than super glue and very little minimal chance that dad will stick his fingers together. Another neat one is a magnetic wristband. Slap this on dad's wrist and he'll keep all those nuts and bolts in place while he's working in the garage or in a shop. Since last Father's Day, more than likely, dad's spent a whole bunch more time at home than in previous years. If you're handy, you can always DIY dad a gift well beyond the old handprint footprint t-shirts that you gave him back when you were in elementary school. For less than $100, you can build dad a fire pit, get a couple bags of sand, a couple bags of pea gravel, create a nice level surface, throw down about 15 or 20 landscape blocks, glue them together with some construction adhesive. And if you really want to go the extra mile, they even sell these metal rings to cover the top layer of block. Very easy to do, very simple to do. If dad's a foodie or a chef, head over to your local big box store, pick up a pot of some sort, some nice potting soil and a handful of herbs, thyme, sage, rosemary. We go through all kinds of that here at Chateau Relaxo. If dad's a beer guy, a piece of scrap wood, a nice rustic bottle opener and a rare earth magnet to grab the bottle caps and you have one hell of a beer opener fit for the best garage on the street. And probably one of the best gifts you can give dad is a gift of time, offer to clean out the garage, trim the bushes, wash his sled. More than likely dad will help to join because we as dads do feel guilty when kids are working. And this does create some great memories. Just be careful if it involves some trees and a couple of amateurs with a chainsaw. In the past, I've often talked about my home office, which after the past year has simply become known as the office, but this 200 square foot area is mine. I'm not only in charge of cleaning it, I am in charge of decorating it. And if your dad has an office, Here's a handful of ideas that might plus up his space. Feel free to substitute man cave for the term office. But one of the first things is books. Few things are more impressive than a nice coffee table book, whether you actually read them or not. And Walter Mosley once said a man's bookcase will tell you everything you'll ever need to know about them. And I can tell you that every time I go to somebody's house and they have a bookcase or even in Zoom meetings, I'm always looking at the books that are set up behind people. But some nice coffee table books. One of them is 100 Hikes of a Lifetime, The World's Ultimate Scenic Trails. This has just been released. 
hands down, Nat Geo or National Geographic is the king of photography. And this book covers the planet's best experience for both hikers and sightseers. If dad is a fan of the James Bond franchise, and I'll never forget the man with the golden gun was the first James Bond movie I saw in 1974, 1973, somewhere along those lines. And actually when the pandemic hit, the entrepreneur and I set out the goal to watch as many of the Bond movies as we can over the time. I think the time has gone on further than our dedication to that task. But there is a book called The Bond Cars, The Definitive History, 336 pages of exclusive priceless assets such as the original call shoots, technical drawings, and storyboards. This book puts you behind the wheel of every single car driven by 007. And this next book is a book that I have on my coffee table right now. It is a, actually, it's a really cool Texas state shaped coffee table. It is a man, his watch, the iconic watches and stories from the men who wore them. And this book covers from Paul Newman and his Paul Newman, Daytona, Rolex, Franklin Roosevelt's, JFK, Andy Warhol. They're all in there and they all come with wonderful pictures and wonderful stories about the men and their watches. In this last book I came across during our Smoky Mountain National Park adventure a few months ago. It's called Home Camp, Stories and Inspiration for the Modern Adventurer. It really helps you to get lost in the beauty and the wonderment of nature. And again, it's a great book. And I don't think this book's been out very long. Even if dad already has a coffee table book, he is allowed to have multiples as they can be easily switched out. And since we're furnishing dad's area, what else could he really use? Well, how about a nice pen and pencil holder? Nope, we're not in middle school. Every dad needs something to hold his pens, his pencils, letter openers, the things that he has on his desk. Visit Etsy and you will find something I guarantee you better than the Rubbermaid black translucent plastic square container sold at Staples or Office Depot. I actually have several unique pencil holders and they get swapped out on a fairly regular basis. And many of these I picked up during our antique store trips right now. I've got a two hold handle mold uh, sitting on my desk made out of a single block of wood that's really nice. So how about a nice leather tray? I'm a creature of habit. I talked about this in episode 140 when I discussed some of my routines. One thing that I consistently do is empty my pockets into a leather tray on the credenza behind my desk. My keys, my wallet, my knife, whatever's in my pocket goes into that tray. In turn, most of the things that I need to start each one of my days are already in that tray and ready to go. If dad's like me and lucky enough to have a bar in his office or close to his office, here's a list of a few items. A nice set of glasses, nothing better. You can have them engraved with his initials. You can find them with a map of his hometown, hockey arenas. There is an endless supply. I'm lucky enough to have a set of both highball and tumbler glasses. Uh, they've got a pheasant on them that my dad bought in the early 70s. I, in turn, have purchased a set for the entrepreneur. So at one point when he gets established, those will get passed down to him as well. But there's an endless supply of glasses out there. Just take a look. Bar tools, as corny as it sounds, nobody wants to mix drinks with a dinner spoon. So you can find a nice set of bar tools for 
If he's into mixed drinks, there is an endless supply of high quality mixers. This is not the stuff that's sold in the glass bottle at the local grocery store. Search around, spend some time on the interwebs and you will find all kinds of great mixers. How about a nice bar mat? No more sticky countertops. They're on Amazon. You can make dad's bar look like the bar down the street. If you're a DIY, even if you're not a DIY person, you can make dad some clear ice. And believe it or not, there's actually a recipe for this. And once you see clear ice in a glass, you'll never want to go back to the cloudy water or cloudy ice that comes out of your refrigerator. And you can put all the filters on your refrigerator that you want. You can buy distilled water and try to freeze them in ice cube trays and it will always come out cloudy in the center. So how do you make clear ice? I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Go in the garage and find that little six pack igloo cooler that we all have, wash it out really, really well. Fill it up about three quarters full, take the lid off. It's easy to take the lid off. Make some room in your freezer, put it in the freezer. Come back anywhere from 24 to 36 hours. It should not be frozen solid. So what happens is, is as it freezes, it pushes all the contaminants, all that stuff that makes it cloudy to the bottom of the cooler. So when you pull it out, get you a, a big, nice cookie sheet so you don't make a mess in the kitchen. Flip the igloo over on top of the cookie sheet, pound it a few times. The block of ice will fall out along with all the water and make a, a giant pool. But what you'll be left with is a block of clear ice. Get a serrated knife, cut it into little hunks, put it into some kind of an airtight container and put it back into the freezer. And there you go. Clear ice. I'm telling you, once you try it, you will never go back to the cloudy ice that comes out of your freezer. If dad envisions his outdoor kitchen as something along the lines of Guy Fieri's ranch kitchen, here's a few additions. One of them is charcoal baskets. So great for doing indirect or direct heat. So these are baskets that hold charcoal, hence the name charcoal baskets. But instead of spreading the coals out or pushing them up against the side of the Weber, these baskets actually hold it. This next one I bought probably last summer. We love doing kebab. It's one of our favorite treats to do. The challenge with kebabs, and I've tried all kinds of skewers, is one of two things. Is one, the skewer ends up spinning and your meat and vegetables stay in place. I have bought racks for them. I have bought the uh, wire cables that are supposed to be great. Last year, I settled on kebab grilling baskets. These are perfect. Just throw all your stuff into the basket put it on the grill, come back in a little bit, flip it over and you're good to go. Another one is a barbecue thermometer. I'm a charcoal uh, grill kind of guy. Uh, the Weber that I have did not have a thermometer on it. So I dropped a $10 bill on a thermometer at Home Depot or Lowe's, drilled the hole in the side of the top. And now I have a ready-made temperature gauge. And since we're talking about temperatures, Get him a remote wireless digital meat thermometer. Make sure it's wireless. The only way to grill is by temperature, not time. And one of these allows dad to enjoy a beer or two or three while he's grilling. No more opening the grill top and letting all the heat escape. Uh, you can also do grilling planks. They make cedar planks and Himalayan salt planks. Another DIY, mix up a nice collection of dry rubs, brown sugar, garlic, oregano, dry mustard. We do it all the time. 
The challenge is, or the issue is that no batch ever tastes like the previous one because we never take the time to write anything down, but you can have a good time making that. If you're super handy or super DIY, you can build a wood-fired pizza oven. Project is a bit of an undertaking, but it can be done, or you can go out and drop 300, 400 bucks on a mini pizza oven. So. And since we've also spent the better part of the year indoors, well, we completely skipped the summer of 2020. Dad's wardrobe just might need a boost. Start out with some new t-shirts and t-shirts can go one of two ways. I am the king of graphic t-shirts, but none of them are emblazoned with stupid graphics such as Dadalorian, a takeoff on Star Wars, a movie that I have never seen the grill father so that dad can wear this while he's grilling out the uh typical you can't scare me i have two daughters uh, the world's best farter i meant father if you go with a graphic t-shirt find something unique and not stupid if dad is into powerlifting, elite fts has a great collection of t-shirts if he likes to smoke cigars, if he likes uh, nice whiskeys, there's always some place that you can find a nice graphic tee that doesn't make him look like a rube. The other t-shirt option is to go with something along the lines of a true classic brand. Uh, the shirts like these cost more than the Hanes four pack for 20 bucks down at local Walmart, but they do typically have a contemporary or an athletic cut, always made of softer fabric and a heck of a lot better stitching. And how about shorts? Cargo and drawstring nylon athletic shorts are great for working in the yard, but they are not appropriate for an afternoon at the lake or the casino. Check out brands like Land's Inn, Mack Weldon, Untuck It. They all make some great shorts. Just get dad out of the damn cargo shorts and don't let him out of the house with them on. For long pants, check out Columbia's Silver Ridge line. They're somewhat dressier, much cooler than a pair of jeans much more casual than his business casual slacks. These are perfect for a day hike or an afternoon visit to the local brewery. And what about the dad that travels? What does he need? This is title travel stories after all. Well, here's the skinny. The travel gear world took a hit the last 12 months. All travel gear development, all that engineering, all that brain power and talent was poured into online interactions. Zoom and Teams plugins, webcams, microphones, green screens, all of the talent that should have been producing travel gear last year was put or funneled into things like that. And not a lot of that crosses over to business travel. Last year, I spent entirely too much money on a webcam. The reason, I have a stand-up desk with two monitors, so my laptop with its Pretty decent integrated webcam was focused squarely on my 56 year old stomach. Nobody wants to see that. So now when I travel, which I've been traveling more and more, the travel cam stays attached to the monitor on my desk and I do use my laptop's webcam like I did in 2019. And since I record sometimes on the road, I will pack a microphone. But this past year, I really haven't added much to my travel arsenal. So possibly dad's new to travel, maybe he's a seasoned road warriors, but you can always consider a refresh of some of this stuff. Of course, the number one thing, and we talked about this last month in the crazy travel roundup, very handy is a USB power bank. Make sure you get one that's big enough to charge his phone at least two or three times. 
and why not get them a set of charging cables, an extra set of phone cables, watch charging cables, tablet, laptop. It makes it so much easier that he can keep all of that in a backpack and not have to worry about cleaning off his desk of all the cables before each trip. Noise canceling headphones, the standard of course, Bose or Sony entry level is right around 300 bucks. That being said, I did buy a CEO, a pair of sub $100 Tautronics, I think is the name of the brand, about three years ago. They're not bad. She doesn't use them every day, doesn't use them every month, but when she travels, and I've used them a couple times, they're really not bad for less than a hundred bucks. What about dad's TSA pre-check? Does it need to be renewed? You can Venmo him some cash to do that. Packing cubes, if he doesn't have them, this is a perfect gift. Again, it's one of those things that sounds pretty hack. And for years I avoided them, but travel packing cubes do make a bit of a difference. And this last one is the four port USB wall charger. And I bought this on accident thinking I was buying a USB power bank, but this little gadget allows dad to charge four devices at one time. And it's about 30% faster. If you buy one of these, make sure you find one where the plug that goes into the wall folds down so it's not sticking out the side of the, uh, the charger. As important as it is to get the right gift, it's equally important not to get the wrong gift. Things to stay away from. Number one on the list is beer koozies, especially the $25 Yeti one. They look like a great gift, even the Yeti one. I think I've got two or three. I think people have given, to, given them to me over the years. But dad's drinking beer way too fast to have to worry about it getting warm. So take beer koozies off the list. Also take whiskey stones off the list. This should be avoided at all costs. I don't know who came up with whiskey stones and concept. It sounds like a great idea. I've got a set. I probably have two sets. I think I even have a set of beer stones. They just don't work and they just, you know, there's just way too much hassle and it just give me some nice ice, some nice clear ice because we now know how to make clear ice since I shared the recipe with you. Flavored vodka, especially marshmallow flavored vodka. Stay away from that. Stay away from flavored whiskeys. Uh, they're great. I've had uh, my share of uh, Fireball over the years. I've had Screwball with the peanut butter infused. But get dad a manly man a bottle of... Uh, a nice bottle of 1792, a nice bottle of Bottled and Bond by Dickel. There's plenty of good stuff. You don't have to go down the road of flavored this or flavored that. I'm 50-50 on the Make Your Own Gin kit. This is one of those things that has been in my Amazon cart for a long time. I've just never pulled the trigger on it, but maybe I'll do that this year and let you know what it is. A barbecue apron. This sounds cool. It is not. It'll end up in the back of the closet or the garage or wherever you store forgotten barbecue aprons. Stay away from that. Do not buy dad any gift with the word travel in its name, travel wallet, travel pillow, travel scale. You get the idea. And of course, as tempting as it is, do not buy dad a pair of New Balance sneakers white New Balance sneakers. I know it's tempting. It's part of every dad's official dad uniform. Do not do it. Try to help dad to be just a little bit cooler the rest of this year. And as I closed with last year's Father's Day episode, take it from a dad. I'd much rather have a well thought out, meaningful trinket that sits on my desk than a $200 Amazon gift card bought the day before Father's Day. 
Now, the exception to that is the aforementioned Rolex Submariner. It doesn't have to be well thought of. It doesn't have to be meaningful. You can buy it the day of Father's Day, and I'll be glad to accept it. Well, there you have it. If you want detailed show notes, links, pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. That's podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. You can leave me a voicemail at anchor.com. Shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. That is travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.